0: Tis the season for summer road trip adventures. And Firestone Complete Auto Care's epic savings event with up to $100 off select services from June 6th to the 9th. Limited time offer. Conditions apply. Go to FirestoneComplete.com for details.
1: Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to thirty percent off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Oh my God, children
2: what happened oh my god oh i just can't what oh my god your boobs are huge oh my god they're huge they're massive oh my god i don't remember you getting this big with britain the bosoms, not you. Me neither. And no, belly too. I'm like, I look like I'm nine months pregnant. Are we sure twins aren't in there? Did you, like what bra size did you go up to? I have no idea. Who's measuring that? Oh, you didn't have to buy new bras? You look like you're ginormous. No, I'm just wearing sports bras, like the, my, big, um, my bigger sports bras. Yeah, totally. They are ginormous. And then I'm hungry and full at the same time, all the damn time, all yeah. damn day. Mm hmm. Whatever. It'll be over soon. You have the summer and then you're pretty much done. Yeah. In the summer, all I want to do is sip rosé and I can't do that either. Uh, wow. Well, I'm a real treat. <laughs> you're delightful. <laughs> um, what's up, y'all? This wait. is creepy. stories. Creepy listener stories. Episode two. It is a doozy. I was like, uh, we need a couple more creepy ones. And then we really started digging and I was like, wait a minute goodness. Hold up. Yeah, people just need to give more details. And we're like, whoa, but although I don't know the one you're referring to. I really don't. I didn't read any of her answers to our questions. Oh, my gosh. I was like, it was a really good overview. And I was like, that is creepy. And then I was like, wait, I, I actually really want to cover this. But I have a few questions. And I was like, whoa, it's really creepy. So if y'all submit yours, the more details, the better, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because there's and, and it doesn't mean we'll necessarily like share all of it but if there's you know more details better that's all i can say because we've gotten a, a few that are sound like they could be really good but mm-hmm. it's literally a paragraph i'm like well we can't just read that right no just or that. or something vague like and then he sends these creepier shit text messages and i'm like well wait tell me more about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah but all in all we are good stories y'all y'all are killing it Patreon. What up, Liz? Thank you for joining. Y'all are making my whole day. Thank you so much. You are the best. I've said that from day one. Said it from day one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go first. This is Rachel. What up? I actually don't know the person's name. It's a dude, though. Here we go. Now, this is something I really want to talk about to make sure that everyone is cautious and stays level-headed at all times. I argue that that's impossible. I can't be level-headed at all times. I'm not most times, so... Need to be able to lose my shit every once in a while. (laughs) Now for context, I lived in the middle of nowhere, Canada. It was an old town that had quite a few abandoned buildings. Me and many friends were tired of the lack of entertainment options, so we explored these abandoned buildings. Prior to the experience I'm about to talk about, we never had anything too crazy happen to us. Occasionally we'd see a small bit of blood-like liquid and we did see a pentagram on on the ground in a house, but nothing too bad until this time. We got two about a pentagram, but anyway. Now, when I was younger, I went to a daycare that was part of a mental hospital. Weird combination, I know. It was closed down due to lack of patients and lack of children at the daycare. But sure. I, decided, I mean, who, do they not have like zoning laws in Canada? Who got that on their desk and was like, approved. Yeah, easy. Great combo. <laughs> One building? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. That is hilarious. Oh, my God. There's like a baby gate separating the (laughs) psych ward and the daycare. (laughs) What? (sighs) I decided to go back there with my friends a few years ago. For context, I was 15 when this happened. Most of my friends are around the same age. When we got there, it was rather cliche. There was fog. It was rather dark. There was a light drizzle of rain, like typical horror movie. Mm -hmm. We went to the main gate, and it was padlocked shut. We helped each other hop over it and it made a ton of noise. We're laughing and giggling the whole time, unsuspecting of what was to come. We looked around the small play place with flashlights like the outside play area. Even with our somewhat powerful flashlights, our visibility was limited. We decided to go into the decaying building. Glass and dirt crunched under our feet as we stepped into the daycare section of the complex. There are old Legos wood chips from previous furniture, old torn dolls, and toys strewn about. Still, that would be the creepiest sight. Oh he, my He went God. there? Yeah, he went there as a kid. And how like old is he now? So it's been... 15. So it's so like I at, mean, least at least a decade. Uh, uh, assuming yeah. that it stayed open a few years after him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh my God. So creepy. Ew. It's like uh, that had to have been an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I do. The further we walked around the daycare section, we naturally became more and more silent until all we could hear was the crunch of dirt under our feet. I found some crayons in a plastic container in the corner of a room. I walked over to pick them up when all of a sudden we heard a loud crash coming from behind the metal door leading to the psych ward of the building. So it wasn't a baby gate. It was a metal door. (laughs) Still, still not good. (laughs) My friends and I all looked at each other. As a whole, we were a group of five. Most of them were very bold and cocky. We looked at each other, and when my friend Brian, and Brian's in quotes, so I'm guessing that's not his real name, suggested we go look to see where the sound came from. Personally, I was not too fond of the idea, but with my group of friends, there's no way anyone could decline such a thing. Sure there is. Well, I mean, at 15, they'd be like, whatever, you bitch, you're doing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, they would bully him into it. We all stacked up on the door and opened it. It was rusted to the floor. So they had to like heave to get it open, he said. Mm -hmm. As we walked in, the smell of metallic and must became very strong. We walked in, our flashlights pointed in every direction with Brian leading the group. The hallways were tight and there was an occasional metal doorway with some of the doors open. I felt slightly claustrophobic and it felt hard to breathe. As we continued, Brian shined his flashlight into a room and recoiled. We all stopped walking as Brian slowly entered the room, asked him what, was, what it was, and he said he thought he saw someone. To be mm. honest, I thought he was just messing with us to get our anxiety going, but you'll see. If it wasn't already going enough, you're walking through an abandoned psych ward. Oh, what? God, can you imagine? He backed out of the room, and we continued walking deeper and deeper into the psych ward when another friend swiftly told us to stop. We came to a halt and all just listened. In the distance ahead of us, we heard a subtle pitter patter of footsteps echo through the hallway. We all looked at each other, fear in our eyes. Brian continued walking toward the sound. We considered turning, (laughs) I can't. We considered Mm -hmm. turning back for a second without Brian. peace out brian right. you we do can... you i'm gonna do me i literally okay, I had said this in my commentary we consider turning back for a second without brian wondering if some ghost or something was in the building but we couldn't do that to him i was like you can't oh i'd be easily do this to brian <laughs> <laughs> i was reminded in high school this is I mean, it's not that bad, but there was this huge house next to our high school. Were you just thinking this? Yeah, this yeah. came to mind when you said it reminded me of something. I'm like, oh, it just reminded me of this story that you're about to tell. In high school, there was this huge, like, badass house near near the high school that was for sale. And for some reason, we've someone knew that it was unlocked. Like for showings, it was just always unlocked. So our friend Allison was like. Let's go look at it. We weren't going to do anything. We just want to walk around and be like, damn, it was a nice house. And we were in there for a couple of minutes before the alarm went off. And Rebecca, <laughs> I am not kidding. P- pushed our friend Allison to the ground so she could run ahead of her. <laughs> Every man for themselves. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I literally remember hearing Allison go, Rebecca, you pushed me. <laughs> I remember that too. Oh my god! we really saw your true colors that day every man for themselves brian would have been fucked if he was doing this with you <laughs> absolutely oh my god the second i read that i thought about that and i could not stop laughing oh my god i remember it so well such a bitch we're in the kitchen we're yeah. in the kitchen yeah. and the side door was right there and you pushed her to the ground so <laughs> you could get out first i think i pushed her into the wall and she just fell to the ground I was like, Get out of my way! Good luck. <laughs> Good luck <out> <laughs> Excuse me, officer. She's in there. <laughs> I don't know why. I came out as soon as I heard the alarm. I don't. I live right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thank you for that mm-hmm. memory. Mm-hmm. The closer we got, the more I felt like we were being watched. We finally entered a room on the right, and it smelled like rotting meat. <sighs> in front of us was a dead deer. I had chills. Its innards were all over the floor, staining the concrete. A friend of mine has a very weak stomach and immediately vomited. Sure. Then we heard whispering. Brian shone his flashlight to the corner of the room where a man with short hair was standing with his head down. He was wearing a bright green T-shirt stained with what I assume was blood and torn beige pants. He didn't have any any shoes or socks on and his feet seemed damaged. He was twitching sporadically and continued to mumble. Even after we saw him, we stared at him for a solid 30 seconds before he made his first true movement. He looked up at us and with a haunting grin that sent shivers down my spine. He said, you guys here for the feast. Mm, God, this kicked us over the edge and we bolted out of the room all the way back to the daycare center. The door was still open. We decided to try to slam it shut, but the rust and pure wave of the door kept it open. It took three of us pulling with all of our strength to close it. And just before we did, we could see the silhouette of the man watching us, his white teeth being the only human feature I could see. Can't believe he had white teeth. Wait, That's what I thought. I was thinking the same thing. They were probably like barely white, but it was like the only normal mm-hmm. looking thing on them. Oh, it makes me s- feel bad for him. Well, yeah, it gets worse. Yeah, no, I read this one. We sat behind the metal door catching our breath for a second, looked at each other for confirmation that we all saw the same thing. And after some labored breathing from all of us, we heard tapping on the door, Mm -hmm. like the metal door they just closed. Yeah, that's when we decided it was time to leave. We booked it out of the vicinity ran home. A year after we visited that spot, police went back to do a routine search of the area and found the man. It was a year? yeah. Missed that. Damn. The, this guy was a patient at the psych ward before it closed down. He escaped and lived off of the wildlife around the complex. When the cops brought him in, he had a series of diseases from eating raw meat. I can't believe he didn't die. I know. And his mental condition was much worse than it was before. There were, also, there were later rumors that he killed someone in the forest while searching for food, but that's never been confirmed. In the end, guys, be careful, especially in a dangerous area, such as abandoned buildings. Here's the place. And then he links it. And it is exactly how you're picturing it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll post it, actually. I, at first I was reading up until the cops finding them, I was like, it's weird that all five of y'all saw it, but like, it, that that cannot. Was that real? But no, they he actually it found it on. in there for a year. He is resourceful. I know, but like killing Has... dead. Animals and bringing them inside to eat. I cannot believe he survived. I know. I can't believe he wasn't caught earlier. That it does make me sad. I know. Like in his head, there was a dinner party. Are y'all here for the feast? I don't know. Well, unless the rumor about him killing someone in the forest for food was true and he was talking about them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think if I someone know. were murdered in the forest, they would, it would at least make local news, right? He said they're in a small town. I think they uh, would know if that was true. In Canada, but if this guy was able to, like, evade police during these routine searches for a year and survive, and depending on where in Canada, he could have, like, left a human carcass out there and a grizzly bear could have destroyed it. How yeah, would they know? sure. They don't know anything. You know? Oh, that would be so creepy. It's, like, it's, lit- it's a movie. It's a movie. I can't. The so. creepy kid stuff was movie enough, and then it's attached to a psych ward, and there's still someone in there, even though it's been abandoned for at least a decade. Oh my god, it just keeps going, man. I just don't know how there was a psych ward connected to a daycare in the same building. I ju- I mean, building that right permits- there is like raises red flags. I'm like, this isn't going to be true, and then he tags it, he links it no he links it I actually I fully believe him I'm one of dude who gave it to us we are not saying that's not true it's just it's shocking. shocking and yeah. I just someone's like loving this idea for business yeah. <laughs> right God, yeah. anyway Tizo stands
0: for titanium dioxide and zinc oxide in other words their commitment to mineral sun protection is right in the name Tizo is known for having a unique line of all mineral sunscreens with different textures and finishes that cater to every skin type and tone Sunscreen application may seem burdensome, but with Taizo, it doesn't have to be. Their sunscreens have been meticulously crafted to seamlessly fit into your daily routine. Whether it is saving a step in the morning with an SPF that doubles as a makeup primer, or giving your skin a glow before running errands, Taizo has you covered. All Tizo sun protection formulas have broad spectrum protection and are 100% free of chemical sunscreens, dyes, parabens, gluten, preservatives, fragrances and phthalates. Check out Tizo's mineral sunscreens and so much more at tizo.skin.com. That's t i z o skin.com. Shop with code LISTEN10 to receive 10% off your first order.
3: This episode brought to you by Progressive. Whether you're driving, cooking or doing laundry, Progressive knows the podcasts you listen to go best when they're bundled with another activity. Much like how their Progressive home and auto policies go best when they're bundled. Having these two policies together makes taking care of your insurance easier and could help you save, too. Customers who save by switching their home and car insurance to Progressive save over $775 on average. That's a whole lot of savings and protection for your favorite podcast listening activities, like going on a road trip, cooking dinner, and even hitting the home gym. Yep, your home and your car are even easier to protect when you bundle your insurance together. Find your perfect combo. Get a home and car insurance quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $779 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states.
2: Oh, I'm excited about your next one because I have not... This is a secondhand account from Rebecca. And I remember the story, but she said there's details that I do not know yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's actually my story happened to my friend Kate when we were living in D.C. Um, I asked her if I could tell and she said, sure. So here we go. Oh, my God. In 2017, Kate was living in Capitol Hill, more specifically, for those who know the city, she was living in Eastern Market and was living with her boyfriend at the time, Jeremy, who is now her husband, and their white lab, Baxter. Cute. Yeah. She was working from home, and her boyfriend was leaving for work when he noticed a man across the street staring at him in his every move. His first thought was, oh, shit, our flat screen TV is in view. He's casing the place. I don't want to get robbed. So he yells up to Kate, like, very clearly bye Kate I'm going to work but I'll see you later like just making it known that someone was home but little did he know he was actually just announcing that Kate was alone oh god she said they already had said their goodbyes, so she was like what oh, okay bye <laughs> she's so obsessed with me <laughs> he's obsessed with me get off me as she's working she hears a knock on the door and her dog is going ape shit So she goes downstairs and has to hold Baxter back when opening the door. And it's a man standing there. She's never seen him before. He has a backpack on, nothing remarkable about him, but he starts mumbling wrong house, wrong house. I didn't see the dog wrong house. Sorry. And slowly backs away as he's walking away. She's like, are you okay? Are you sure? Noticing that he's clearly very scared of Baxter. I think she even tells him at one point, like he's friendly. He's just, you know, going crazy. And he insists that he has the wrong house and leaves. She thought the interaction was weird, so she called Jeremy to tell him about it, and that's when he tells her about the guy across the street staring at their house. So she then calls her mom, who encourages her to report it to the police, but she doesn't because, unfortunately, there's nothing illegal about being weird, and she didn't really think there was anything to report at the time. But a few days later, she heard about someone who was killed nearby, and the description of the suspect kind of sounded familiar. So she did make the call to the police, give them the heads up, like, a guy did come to my door, told him the story or as an FYI. I'm like, all right, thanks, Beth. The next weekend, she goes to Houston to visit a friend when she gets a call from a detective asking her to come down the police station. Obviously, she can't. So they actually go to her house to talk to Jeremy and tell him that the neighbor's surveillance camera captures the man talking to Kate and tells Jeremy that that was, in fact, the murderer they were looking for and their doll Baxter saved Kate's life that day. Why, oh. you ask? Because when that man left her doorstep, he went down the street and saw a woman moving out of her basement apartment. And as she went inside to grab another box, he pushed her inside, dragged her to the back bedroom and spent the next several hours raping and torturing her. God. Her name was Karina Mahiel. It's M-E-H-I-E-L. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Yeah, Mahiel or Mahel. Mm-hmm. She was 34 years old and an artist from North Carolina, temporarily living in D.C. as part of a work-study program at Corcoran School of Arts and Design. The following day, she didn't return home to North Carolina, and her parents called the police to do a welfare check, and they found her body bound with her own leggings next to her bed with 39 stab wounds to the neck. Some of the punctures weren't deep at all, so it's believed that he tied her up and began short stabs to her neck as a way to torture her into giving giving up her PIN number which I imagine she did pretty quickly. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. He then raped her and left her to die under a pile of clothes. Oh, God. The killer, who is eventually identified as L Hadhi Torre, used her debit card at several ATMs in Virginia and Maryland, which is how they called them, and he also stole her car and other belongings that were found in the backpack he was carrying around. His trial was September of 2019. And his defense tried to say that the sex was consensual. (laughs) I guess he just left and left and someone else came up and did that to her. But unfortunately for him, surveillance shows him very clearly approach my friend's house, talk to her, then head down the street. He sat across from Karina's apartment watching just just as he did to Kate's house before finally making his move. Now, when he does approach Karina, he steps out of frame, but it's very clear what happens next. Yes. There was no other DNA on Karina. So the defense was paper thin and he was sentenced to life without parole. So going back to the initial conversation he had with Kate, who, by the way, happens to look exactly like the victim, which is very weird. I'm looking at the victim. Yeah. Oh. When he said wrong house, wrong house, I didn't see the dog or whatever, is him very clearly stating his intentions and he can't go through with it. Like, he could have easily made up some bullshit, like, oh, oops, I'm sorry, I'm looking for John's house. Clearly, this is the wrong address. I'm sorry. But he was looking for a crime of opportunity, which was given to him on a silver platter, unfortunately, when he knew Kate was alone, and was probably ready to push Kate back inside her house when she answered the door, but essentially says, oops, I didn't know there was a dog here. Never mind. I chose the wrong house. Right. Oh, so creepy. Sorry. I was reading. Did she testify at the trial? No, nah. she is. I mean, I'm guessing they're referring to her. But there are a few articles that say, like, he approached neighbors. I don't know if Kate was the only one he approached or what. But he said she approached neighbors looking for so that. He got premeditated murder. So that, that's how they knew it was premeditated. He's like, you've approached several people. And yeah, Kate was one of them. And it's not consensual. Yeah, it's their surveillance of you going door to door. You're mm-hmm. going door to door asking if someone wants to have sex with you consensually. No, nah. Okay. nah, I don't think so. But moral of this story is everyone get a dog, and I'm talking um, a real one. You can have a small yappy thing if that's your jam, but only if it's accompanied by a beast. Yeah, I'm talking minimum of fifty pounds. Because yeah, really, yeah. if what if I don't if she just didn't have the dog? Yeah, he would have pushed it, her right back inside, just as he did. With Karina, dragged her right back in that bedroom and oh God, oh. God. And moral of the story to men, no one gives a damn about your TV. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jeremy felt horrible, obviously. And my husband actually said that that would have been his first thought, too, that some guy was casing the place.
1: But men always uh, no like
2: maybe deter a break-in and change the name of who's home. Don't say Kate. Don't say bye, Butch. Don't be late (laughs) for anger management. (laughs) Bye, Terry Crews. Bye, John Cena. Don't spend all day cleaning your guns. Get out a little bit. Take Cujo for a walk. It's a nice day. (laughs) No? know, Take Cujo and the Sandlot dog, whatever the hell his name was. Take them all for a walk. Get that AK-47 out of here. Come on. You're so crazy sometimes. Change it up a little bit. Don't say Kate. <laughs> it's a good point. But I that would be my first thought too. is like, uh oh, they're gonna rob the place. I Not, know. they're gonna rape, torture, and murder someone my and girlfriend. Stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm just kidding. Oh my God. Oh, she was yeah. curious that she was such she seemed like such a little peaceful, feminist, hippie artist. She's so cute. She's, She's- she had a blog. She I think she did things like um you know all around Amsterdam, there are bikes with flowers all over them. I think she did stuff like that. Like if you're in Cincinnati and you see the parking meters with um, flowers on them, she probably did this. She did yeah. that a lot. I see a picture of one of those bikes. Um, she's from Burnsville, which is not too far from Asheville. Mm-hmm. She's cute. Bless her. Okay, next story. I have her name, but I just don't want to say it for some reason. Oh, okay. Well, I'll say it at the end. I guess kind of why what made me stop saying it. Okay, there you go. Anyway, I have a story. I worked at a tax firm at the time I was 20, 21 years old and had many clients per day. I was always very kind and thoughtful with my clients. I had one client in in particular who was probably in his 30s seemed a little nerdy and he wasn't sure if his parents claimed him since he lived with them. So he said he would go check and get back to me if they did. I called him a few weeks later to follow up. And once I found out the information, I submitted his taxes, thought nothing of it. Mm -hmm. Well, he found my personal social media accounts and started sending me many messages, all of which were ignored. Mm -hmm. Okay, now this is me talking, Rachel. She sent me screenshots of this and some of the emails. (sighs) Okay. Oh my God. At at first, it's like, oops, I didn't mean to add you as a friend. My bad. Classic. Classic. Please. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Then why would you even say that? Like if I then just unfriend, undo the request, right? Like, get the anyway. Then he's like, if you don't recognize me, I'm your client. Blank. We don't even have a fake name. I, I we just it's blacked out. Then he goes on to say that he thinks she's his guardian angel, Mm-mm. which is like a guardian angel's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is a theme you'll see, you'll hear a lot. Then he mentions that they have a mutual friend and he advises her to ask the friend about him because he could vouch for him. (laughs) No, thank you. It's message after message like this, all ignored. In the span of about a week, he sends 13 messages. He starts questioning if God put her in his life for a reason and he's just trying to figure out why. For a friendship or something more, he says. It is the most bizarre one of the last messages he sends is, I'm reading it. Sorry to be rude, but I care to be friends. If you don't add me as a friend or text me or call me or even email me, then, I, then I'll quit trying to be your friend. I'm starting to lose patience. I hope my feelings start fading away so I don't think about you. Um, no, sir. Uh, okay. I have so, like so many comments. It's not about you. It's, it's all like his oh god this is oh. gonna infuriate me uh we're so we're not we're on your terms aren't we buddy like it i'm is. starting to lose patience oh oh my gosh well then let me hurry mm, here's my number here's my address please don't lose interest fuck off delusional does not cover it okay great clearly those aren't working because again there's not one response she sent me the screenshot <laughs> so he starts emailing her work email oh my god there are like Eight pages of this email. She sent me those two. Eight pages to her work. Yeah. Again, plenty of references about her being a guardian angel. One simply says, don't worry if you're uncomfortable. Everything's going to be fine. Again, screw you to tell me how to act, behave, that everything's going to be fine. No, it's not. Some creep is constantly badgering me to respond. It's not fine. That's not okay. Right. So I'm going to read one of them. A part of one this one's I think the longest one she sent me but I'm not gonna read the whole thing it's delusion
3: this episode brought to you by progressive whether you're driving cooking or doing laundry progressive knows the podcasts you listen to go best when they're bundled with another activity much like how their progressive home and auto policies go best when they're bundled having these two policies together makes taking care of your insurance easier and could help you save too Customers who save by switching their home and car insurance to Progressive save over $775 on average. That's a whole lot of savings and protection for your favorite podcast listening activities, like going on a road trip, cooking dinner, and even hitting the home gym. Yep, your home and your car are even easier to protect when you bundle your insurance together. Find your perfect combo. Get a home and car insurance quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $779 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states.
1: I
2: thought I found my destiny because in my images last year, to me, or in my dream, I said, oh, how beautiful an angel for the first time. Honestly, I once said to myself, I like beautiful blonde women. I give thanks to God I met you and I'm skipping ahead, skipping ahead. It's more of that. Maybe God gave me this to test to see how I would react to it. Hey, happy birthday whenever your birthday is what it is the weirdest one start another one starts with may god help me for god's sake i can't figure out if i feel friendship obsession or if i'm in love with you obsession. i need to know i need to know your feelings because it's hard to it's hard to me to figure out the situation no 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 buddy buddy hey hey let me help you it ain't friendship it, it definitely ain't love Mm-mm. it's definitely obsession on one side right The lack of response should give you everything you need. But of course, this section, this portion of people are the worst should be called dumbass men who don't have boundaries. Oh my God. Beyond it. Beyond it. This is so annoying already. I'm infuriated. Entitled Delusional Men with No Boundaries. All You're wondering if God's testing you to see how you react. You're failing. You fail. Yeah, I, I very much doubt this is how he wants you to go about it. This is not God. how to react. This is creepy. You're scaring God's, people. Yeah, God's like, back to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> all all the emails are very incoherent. He also images. starts getting... I, well, I'm like, what are you talking... I like really zoomed in. I was like, because in my images last year, like, does he mean like, dreams? I don't know. Oh, God. So... Uh, he, he also starts getting mad that she's friends with some of his friends on Facebook, but not his. Like, it is bizarre. So, okay, now back to her message. Like, that was me kind of okay. paraphrasing because I, I would actually reach out to that mutual friend and be like, what, do you know him more than I do? Because I need to know his mental history and what I need to do. No, but can, can you like- imagine if that guy fa- found out she did that? It would, like, in his mind, be like, she's interested. She went to my friend to vouch. It would, it would probably would have made it worse. She did totally the right thing. Oh yeah. No, I I, have no doubt. I'm back to her message. That was, you know, all me going through the messages. Mm -hmm. He even found my address and left me a gift at my front door. It was from what I gather, sorry, (laughs) Megan, from what (laughs) I gather from the notes, I think this was a Valentine's day gift. I don't know. It was a mug, a newspaper article about love, a card and money. Oh, great. I'll take Finally. the last one. Finally. Give forth sharing. He's showing some value. <laughs> Finally. She's like, I saw your W-2. You should probably keep this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, this is well, so creepy. I know. When I let my manager know, she confronted him, and it made him very angry. Oh, he was like a regular? He came back? Or did she? Uh, well, no. We no. Well, no, no. He never came back, but they had... Like she was doing his taxes. So they had his information and I think she showed her, her manager, all this. And she probably reached out and was like, you got to stop. Absolutely Absolutely not. Yeah. This made him angry. He started leaving notes on my car at work, saying more of the same guardian angel. They're in love, blah, blah, blah. I submitted for a restraining order. And after he was served, he broke the side of my mirror off my car and left it at my job's front door. We had to go to court, and he told the judge he couldn't help it. He was in love with me and just wanted me to love him back. This is all after seeing him once, speaking to him once that one time, and then one other time over the phone. They had one in-person meeting, and then she called to follow up. That is all that was. Oh, I bet she was kind of relieved, though, him saying that to the judge and be like, okay, perfect. Keep saying more of your delusional shit, and you're not going to like spin this to be like, we dated for three years, and she's just being crazy type of thing, yeah no she what she sent me was some of the documents she brought to court for the judge. Mm. Um, the judge granted a five year restraining order. great. that's kind of why I didn't want to say the name because that yeah. those were all time stamped, and the five years is up, but oh god i i I don't think she would have let me share the story if if she yeah. felt like she was in danger. She could have moved for all I know. I don't know. But um, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's the end. <gasps> that's kind of how it ends. But isn't that creepy? Yes. I like don't know what to make of it. God. No, but imagine, again, innocently working. You're like, okay, well, you just need, I need to know this piece of information. Here's my card follow up. And he took that informa- work email and name. And just ran with it. Can you imagine? No, I can't. It's infuriating. These. Oh, and one of the emails says, I got Facebook because of you. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I thought you accidentally friended her. You just, what? Yeah, I can't. Right. And that's not my problem. None of this is my problem. God, you're right. It's like I owe you something. I don't owe you shit. Girl, you did the right thing. You did the right thing. God. Oh my God, like the, I need to know your feelings so I can eat. And he's like, he's constantly like, I need to know what this is between Just us trying to get any response, even if it's no feelings, nothing. And then that he can run with something and yeah. it warps little mind. I know. That's why I'm like Z- silence. Perfect. Yeah. And stop it's, putting more things on her plate. Like I need to hear from you about this, 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 or I, I'm losing my patience. Fuck <laughs> off. My patients are gone. Yeah. So there you go. Well, that's infuriating. Ready for another infuriating one? No, I'm going (laughs) to, well, too bad. Get a new podcast. I'm not going to say the name of this one either. It's just called, I was stalked by a guest in my student accommodation. I'm 19 years old and living far from home in a studio apartment. I'm often up late. And last week I was just doing some laundry around 11 p.m., I saw a man sitting in the lobby and didn't think much of it. I've just put my clothes in the dryer and I hear the laundry room door beeping, which means someone's coming in. There was the man standing there with no clothes to wash, just staring at me. Ooh. I maneuvered around him and headed to the lifts. He followed me, cornered me and asked for my Snapchat. I'm uh, okay. out. This is Rebecca. Now this is not our story. Are people this forward? It's current dreams. Predator to me. Yeah, it's current. This happened last week. No, it didn't. Well, it was written like a month ago, but as the time of she writing it, it was last week. So, okay. Within the last month or two. Can I have your Snapchat? Just a stranger cornered her. never seen him before. I'm like, excuse me? I don't, what? No. (laughs) Screams predator. It's bizarre. How old was this person? I don't know. I just, this is a form of communication you're telling me. I I just can't. Okay, go on. I was tired. Yeah. So this is back to her. I was tired and just wanted to go back to my room. So I stupidly gave it to him. Time out. Rub again. I don't blame you. It's easier for women to tell guys to F off behind their phone. So no shame. I'll, whatever. Sure. Do whatever you There should be a universal Snapchat account Mm -hmm. just for creeps. You you know it, you say it, and Mm -hmm. it's just someone to... Capture all the creepy ass shit people do. It should and be maybe a member like Chris, of the Snapchat team. Yeah. Reports it. It's something just keeps it yeah. all on file. I like, you're just whatever. And I yeah. uh, eventually banned him. Yeah. Okay. It's so back to her story. I figured he'd send me a message, try to flirt. I'd say, I have a boyfriend. Sorry if you thought this was anything else. And that would be the end of it. Of course, it never is. Anyway, he starts messaging me. It's kind of normal at first. Then he starts saying weird stuff like, I saw you a month ago and I was impressed. This infuriates me. This is Rebecca speaking now. <laughs> Dude, That's, they don't care. We can I just know. add commentary. Um, That's what I'm here for, just to impress you. I hate these people. Impressed with what? I don't know. How she carries herself. How, who, I don't know. But oh. I, I do know one thing. She probably doesn't give a shit about trying to impress you that i know he also told me he was visiting a friend and was staying here but only for five more days he said i've been watching you i notice you only come out at nights oh then it gets worse he says i love you i can't help it again what's delusional man I, and that's when i what sorry i'm just he's only here for five more days well, i better hurry and have sex with him right I mean, what? okay, I don't know you, so that's fine. Safe travels. Yeah, bye-bye. Hope you've had a good trip. So he says, I love you. I can't help it. And that's when I tell him I have a boyfriend, to which he responds, I only want you. He asked to come to my room because he wanted a hug. What? Like, again, we as women don't owe you shit. No. And she obviously said no. I said no. Obviously. Sure. Can I have a hug? That's disgusting pass. I've never formally met you. No. He asked me if I lived alone and if I was a virgin, he kept saying he loved me and that I was perfect for him and that I impressed him. At that point I recorded all messages on Snapchat. I don't know you could do that, which is great. I recorded all messages on Snapchat, spoke to him. Maybe she meant like screenshot. I don't know. Spoke to him a little bit more to gather more evidence so I could take it to reception in the morning. I got my guy friend who lives on the second floor to walk me down to the laundry room. We sat in the student lounge area and my friend calmed me down. I was shaking with adrenaline and fear. We saw him around the laundry room again looking for me, but luckily I'd already picked up my stuff and was gone. I run back to my room and my friend says that I can stay in his room, but I tell him, no, it's okay, I'll lock my door. It's about 1 a.m. and I hear someone outside my room trying to get in. I text my friend and ask if he's outside my door and he says, no, I just froze. I didn't want to make a sound. I feel sick to my stomach and helpless. Eventually it stopped, and whoever it was went away. In the morning I reported this to reception and then went to stay at my went to stay a few days with my boyfriend. And after that, went to London to visit a friend. And last night was my first time I'd spent the night in my room since this happened. I'm very paranoid now. Sadly, I should probably be used to it, which just oh, b- breaks why? my heart because it's not the first time I've been sexually harassed. One guy tried to kiss me in a club by grabbing my head and a bunch of other things. Oh, I, but I won't go there. Anyway, oh. I'm terrified to go outside after dark. I'm constantly looking over my shoulder and feeling paranoid. This that is so unfair. I it's want to so unfair, that's the end of it. I'm like, I want to hug you. I'm so sorry. You should not be used to this. It gets me so I'm, riled up. It gets me riled up, too. I am so confused by this dude. I know. Again, the delusion. I'm like, excuse me. I don't. I don't know where to go from there. I'm just like, excuse, excuse me. me. It's, maybe you shouldn't try that. Just affirm. Excuse me. All right. It's like. Um. Wow. A, what a swift of- kick to the nuts. Mm-mm. He'd like it. I just can't with these guys. So great creepy listener <laughs> stories. Infuriating. <laughs> I mean, the last one's about this guy who is dating this girl for like a decade and then started having sex with her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Scandival. That's the worst. Just kidding. If um, Well, no, we cut everything. We were talking about Scandival a lot in the beginning. We're just telling you. Just telling you. Just circling it back with Reb. That's all I'm doing. Hmm. Um, also infuriating situation. You know, I just can't calm down today. You're I'm to go on a walk. I'm getting all riled up. You need a cold shower and a long walk. <laughs> Thank Onyx. No. I certainly will. I always do. All right. Thanks, y'all. Keep thanks. submitting. Y'all, really, keep submitting. And again, more details, the better. Even if you think they're dumb, that's fine. We may not read it. We may cut it down a little bit. But like, yeah, we need the deets. The deets, y'all. No, we'll always read it. Like, at No, least, I mean. Yeah, you mean like on here or? Oh, yeah yeah no, obviously we'll read it i mean on here and if if it's too much detail that's actually unnecessary to the story like we just won't read it nobody yeah deal. Yeah, yeah yeah we'll, we'll leave that part out yeah i'm saying me we more the better is all i'm getting out you know mm-hmm. thanks y'all people are the worst y'all are the best bye
0: Tis the season for summer road trip adventures. And Firestone Complete Auto Care's epic savings event with up to $100 off select services from June 6th to the 9th. Limited time offer conditions apply. Go to firestonecomplete.com for details.
1: Spectrum Business works with small businesses nationwide, so we know that running your own business means doing it all marketing, sales, inventory, customer service, and more. Spectrum One for Business helps you keep it all connected for just $49.99 a month. Get fast, reliable internet, advanced Wi-Fi with security shield, and a free mobile line for one low price. Stay connected and do it all with Spectrum One for Business. Only $49.99 a month. Go to spectrum.com slash business to learn more. Restrictions apply. Service is not available in all areas for the first time ever on 60 Days In. We're going in as a united front. You know, uh,
3: We signed up for this.
1: Would you? 60 Days In, new episode Thursday at nine. Part of the pursuit,
3: a crime and investigation event only on A&E.